Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? Welcome back to another exciting episode. I hope all is well in your world and you are doing the best that you can at whatever you got going on. Listen, I want to say thank you for rocking with me. If you've been on the journey, thank you. If you're just joining, I welcome you and I want to thank you. Confluence the Lifestyle, y'all, is now on I Heart Radio Podcast. Go figure. A little girl from Oak Cliff with big dreams of being in the media is now officially on 10 platforms. That's why I do what I do, but I want to say thank you. I am proud of that. So just, I exude exuberance of joy because you are with me. Your plays, your numbers, the statistics, the analytics, they all help. So thank you. And I hope something is said that you can utilize and use in your life to make it better. I hope it's inspiring. And I hope that you can find hope in Confluence because it's all about lifting as we climb to connect a community of women. I told you, I am claiming 2021 to be even bigger, bolder, and better. I deserve big as hell. I've gone through some shit in my life and it's just time for me to dream big and open up some windows so God can pour out some blessings, okay? I hope you had the opportunity to listen to last week's episode, Accepting Me and Everything That Comes With It in This New Year with Chelsea Elaine. You talking about a ball of energy. Here is my takeaway. She said, Say less and pray more. Let me repeat that for somebody. Say less and pray more. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Take it to God in prayer. Whatever your business, your man, your child, your dreams, say less, but pray about it. In the world of confluence, it saddens me to see this living legend leave. Miss Cicely Tyson. <sighs> Being born in the late 70s meant that I grew up in the 80s. And so I had the opportunity to see her career span. Um, the Help. Um, Tyler Perry movies. The story of Jane Pittman. Roots. Conta. Conta Kente. But. In the words of our ancestor, may the works I done speak for me and her works speaks volumes. She too was a single mother, a victim of rape and a divorcee only after two years of marriage. I can relate. Story sounds very familiar. But you know what that tells me? You know what her life tells me? It's not how you start but how you finish. While most women would have quit, she made up her mind and she went back 
to achieve what she wanted. And that's what she kept in the forefront of her mind. I listened to her beautiful dedication on CBS with Gail King this week, and it was such a moving tribute. But the part that got to me was her love life. Yes, we see the on-screen action, but what happens when the cameras stop rolling? And I tell you, I tell you what it told me is that I was not in this thing alone. None of us are. All we got to do is just turn around and look at the woman behind us. We all have a story. You just got to be willing to share your own. But even after the awards and accolades, love was just so unfair to her. The love of her life was the legend himself, the Miles Davis. And she said Miles needed to be saved and she needed someone to save. And as women, you know, we do that, y'all. We we meet these men and just pull on our heartstrings. It's just something about them. But her words were sometimes love is not born in logic. And tears just begin to stream down my face because those words are so poignant. Love and logic sometimes don't reside in the same place. But oh, when you wake up and you get it and you finally say, but shit, I love me. It becomes so powerful. And even though that marriage was dissolved as well, she began to blossom and flourish because who she really needed to save was herself. Anyway, I will be reading just as I am. Her new memoir to honor her life and her legacy. Well done, Miss Tyson. She felt like she had more to do. That's why God kept her here. And her lasting words on that interview were, she did her best and that's all. So rest in power, Queen Mother Cicely Tyson. Then this week, I had the honor to bring a dear friend on my podcast, Breaking Barriers and Counting Calories and Saying Fuck These Boundaries. She was once over 300 pounds and she has dropped the weight and lost 140 pounds. Now she is coaching women to do the work to look within and fight for themselves. Ladies of Confluence, please welcome my guest this week. None other than Coach Bree, the people's cheerleader of Reggie C. Fitness. Whoop, 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 whoop. Cousin, hey, cuz, what up, big cuz? Because what are you doing, girl? Trying to trying to stay balanced. I don't want this dog to bark next to me. The house is so quiet. Um, dog does not bark. (laughs) (laughs) The little stuff that you know. It's the little things, honey. The little things that can disturb our spirit, but the little things can also bring us peace. Say it again. 
I said, it's the little things that can disturb our spirit, uh -huh. but it's also the little things that can bring us peace. Yes. When you said mm -hmm. that, I had to hear it again because I heard it the first time. But it's that. It that. is that. It is that. Mm -hmm. It's the little nuances that he continues to do that aggravates you. It's not the big things like why we ever leave it. It's the little things. And then it's the little things your mom calling or a hug from your brother or him calling you big head like he used to do when y'all were teen. It's the little things. It's, it's like, the little oh. things. And then it's the like, oh. Yes. It's the little. I love the little things because I just feel like I'm just, I'm so chill. I'm like, the little things are always better to me. The other stuff that's big, I'd be like, look, this ain't really me, but okay. Y'all want me to do that? Okay. Okay. That's what we're doing for your birthday. That's what we're going to do to celebrate? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thank you for coming back on to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm so happy to have you back. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm like, oh, cuz, give me a call. Listen. Girl, you out here inspiring the world. When I saw you on Fox, not even 26, so that was not even the Houston version of Fox. But I said, man, Brie is spreading her wings, and she is starting to take flight. And you are just a big ball of confluence. You are so confident. When I watch you on the videos, like you be getting it, like, hey, hey, I be free. I think it really just be like my freedom, and that's the thing. Like I know at that one moment, like it's my freedom, and the thing about it, I don't do it for a show. I don't do it for nobody else. I literally find freedom when I'm sitting there working out in whatever form it is, cycling, stepping, lifting. Like I love it. Like it is. Like I'm channeled. I don't even know what's around me, honestly. <laughs> yeah 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 I yeah. get that and it yeah. shows and that's why I had to bring you on here because I want wanted you to talk about influencing yeah and hope I, and I think yeah that's what it's about hope and I, and I battle with it it's weird weirdly enough when you reached out I was battling like just my thoughts of it's time to just spread and if if I spread or if I accept certain things is that me being boastful I don't know where that spirit came from, but, you know, I had laid low for a while and, you know, cause my journey has been about three years, but I was conflicted. And I mm. think now I've identified it as just some experiences where I think I just encountered some people and I let a small, like you said, it's the small things turn into such a big mm -hmm. thing and it, it had a stronghold on me. So it was crazy that you even reaching out was confirmation of God saying, if I put a plan there, I don't care what someone says or how you feel, it's still going to happen. And so, you know, my spirit was just like in tears when you reached out. That's why I was like, you sure me? Because I was more or less like, Lord, I, I just, when you speak, you speak loud. He's very clear. He's not confused. And God is not a God of confusion. He is and not. He is not. And you said, you know, you told me you wanted to, you would give back if I helped you. And I think I had lost sight of that. And it wasn't even me like deterring in a sense. It was me feeling like bad or shameful that maybe I was, I don't know that, or that I was being boastful. And so it just, it was a moment that I just had to like step back and be like, God, fix my mind right now 
because the enemy is is trying to oppress your vision so yeah so this is like so and i'm I'm very calm in my spirit now because it it, like i am at peace now like and it's beautiful so we just jumped in and started talking but (laughs) i want you to tell everybody who you are and just a little bit about your journey Okay. of influencing help because we influence hope we influence help so you have this thing of giving hope and help yeah. to those that can't see it so just tell everybody who you are and what you do hey 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 so i don't i, I got so it's so funny my name is brianna um by the way of colleen texas so um i'm an army brat you know um but from texas um, Houston has accepted me, so I have made my way here, but uh, we're really catapulting the journey. <laughs> Folks just love on me in Houston. That's I'll be like, I done got so many adopted families in Houston. I got a cousin I'm talking to right now. We just we just hit it off. So, you know, just these community, the community in Houston has been just so amazing since I got here. Um, and I loved it. It was so different than where I was raised. You know, I'm just used to military folks. When I got here, I just saw like big visions, people like being positive and pushing others and striving for these positions that I hadn't seen people that looked like me in. And I was just like, man, this is the place to be. Um, you know, Houston is hope for me. I love it. Um, so I came here. I was in school. That's what really brought me here. And pretty much I kind of struggled with weight my whole life. And for me, I was telling somebody like I didn't know. I just, I think my weight, it wasn't a deterrent in a, in a sense, but it also was a thing that kept me like pretty much surface level. Like I did everything. I checked the boxes. I did everything I think I was supposed to do. I made sure I clown myself so people wouldn't clown me. Um, I made sure I, my resume or everything I could be involved in, I was. So people wouldn't pick, people just said, you know, you're going to love me. Um, and you weren't going to see me for the weight. You know, that was my big push. Um, mm. and I never understood that I hadn't digested certain emotions even now what's so crazy is part of my piece I, I started going to therapy um, and I'm so glad I did like and crazy enough I got my master's in counseling <laughs> so here I am avoiding this this piece um, after the whole pro- the whole process that I went through which I'm about to you know talk more about was that after I had done so much and still didn't feel fulfilled, still realized I couldn't change other people in the process of me even doing well. Then I realized like I had to see myself for who I was. I was an overweight woman and I had went through life mm. just being happy, just satisfying people being very surface level. Um, and I guess I checked out the boxes, you know, Houston was just a good pillar just to see the, the capabilities that you could have. Um, and so I realized I was overweight and I really had no control because if I had true control, the one thing that mattered because we don't put a focus on it would be my weight. We seek so much input in, into material things, but you don't even realize you are a temple and you are, you are you like, if you want to represent yourself the best you can, you know, your spirit, your physical, how you treat yourself, it all matters. And the way I was mistreating myself, for me, not saying anyone, weight does not mean you mm-hmm. mistreat yourself. Don't Like, I'm not saying that. For me. No, no, on the cool, for real though, on the cool, 
when you overeat because see i am a uh, a fat girl that struggles right struggle. you know and i said that one of my goals i don't believe in resolutions anymore mm -mm, so one do. of my goals <laughs> is like to stop body shaming mm -hmm. myself, we right? got to and my fupa girl me and this fupa baby we got this love that, that, that fupa brought a little world a little a little life into the world didn't it Girl, listen. Ooh, I hate her. I hate her. She got her own social security <laughs> number. And look, she just living there for free, ain't she? And she living for free. Like, ooh, it don't matter what I do. Run elliptical, but I'm finding out at my age, mm -hmm. it's not really, because we start to lose body mass yes. the older that we sure get. Do. And so, it didn't matter that I can go to the gym. When I was 20, I'd go to the gym for a month and get this body together. Right, right, right. Honey, like in my forties, it's like, oh, you thought this was done, right? Oh, bless your heart. And that's the crazy, you know. Thing. And so it, it it it's crazy, yeah. right? And I was saying to myself the other day, where my middle is getting bigger, my bottom is starting to get smaller. I had on some then large don't pants the other day, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute, don't take my boobs. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. But my uh, overweight years, because I have some overweight years, it came from a deeper place, mm -hmm. though. You know, and I, too, when I listen to you, master's in counseling, i.e. master's in mm -hmm. counseling, degrees, certifications, everything, everything that the world said I'm supposed to have that's supposed to bring me fulfillment, <laughs> it, it never, it did. never <laughs> did. It never did. Right. It, and I, I just, it, it dawned on me, 2020, like at the end, last day, every damn thing that I've done has really been for somebody else. Literally. Or to prove no. myself. Let me take Literally that back. It's to prove myself. myself. It, it, it's to prove, like, I, I'm smart. Exactly. I'm this. I'm that. See me. Right? See me, yes. And please see me. Can you see me now? We will work our tails off, because I know you like me. We will work, work, see me for my marriage, see me for my hard work, and then when I'm you're still, so you'll, you'll work even more. You'll work even more. So you'll say, okay, let me get this. See me for, you know, I'm realizing some people ain't, ain't even going to see you for that. So why are you put investing into their version of you when God has a vision for you? Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, mind blowing when you just stop and say, well, who am I doing this for? And then it's crazy because all the doors open up. I've seen you all over the gram and all over stations and you huddling women up when you get free and when you stop doing for other people people gonna flock to you and then the vision just takes off it soars and that's the beauty of life mm, mm, mm. so your journey what so, yeah. was the starting so um and, and like i said and i'm kind of opening those doors more about some things that i also just don't know we necessarily acknowledge but have a heavy reason of why maybe my weight yo-yoed and as I got older yo-yoed you know that I didn't truly get control you know I couldn't control it's other people and I just wanted to have so much impact on them that and when I didn't have impact on them that I would stress eat too so it was a mm -hmm. lot of things. I'm a stress eater that's why I gravitated to you the first day that we mm -hmm. met. Our story <laughs> is, you <laughs> know, we clean. got a lot of parallels, like sis. It's like, you know, um, I ballooned in the last few months because of a breakup. You know, you and I yeah. have talked about that. And you I looked at me up until June. 
Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Shit, this, um, it, 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 he ain't that damn important. Wait exactly. a minute. Like, he, ain't, he ain't worth everything. Yeah. Goodness. So I, I I understand stress eating. I really do. Um, I didn't even realize as a kid, it was. And as a kid, yeah. that's big. As, as a kid, I would eat through my pain, right? Because mm-hmm. I have some stages in my childhood where I am, you know, a little bit on the healthy and healthier side. But mm-hmm. food never judged me. Um, and Absolutely. it was like when I would tell an adult, like what was really going on yeah. or what really happened, it was like, no, you shouldn't say that. Uh-uh, that's not true. And so Ooh, it's like, okay, so nobody believes me. So nobody believes me. And here you are. Well, what can I turn to? What's immediate? What's accessible? What can I control? What people don't realize is food is something you have to have. So it's always available. You know, well, for those who it can be available, it's what, you know, it's one thing you need, but if it's not controlled, you can do it in abundance. And that's the crazy thing about food. You need it as a human, but you can also misuse it. So then when it's in the hands of a kid, if you don't have you know, it. no one's telling you how to eat, what to eat it. If you're eating it for the wrong reasons, it's accessible. You know that it's fulfilling because it it literally makes your body feel good sometimes eating. And so there it is. Okay, y'all don't believe me not doing this. Okay, well, I can go eat my feelings away and it's accessible mm-hmm. and it's gratifying. You get your favorite thing. Like, and you don't stop. And that's the thing too, it's like, that binging and to you literally feel like those emotions have subsided is what happens. And these are real things that people experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, it, and it, you know, you question like, why food? But because it's, you know, for some it's accessible and it literally has an effect on your body and your brain. Of it does. And food makes me happy, it right? Makes- food doesn't talk back. Food no. is not gonna judge me. Oh, I, I I can give a whole synopsis. It's quiet. About, food is uh, quiet. You know, um, man, listen. Food makes me clap. Come on. Good when people you. say I'm a foodie, like now, nah, if you don't clap when your food comes to the table, it's like, oh, thank yes. you, Lord, thank you, Lord, right? Yes. Um, I food is so non-judgmental. It's so. But the older I get, I, I, it's so non-judgmental. But now. I'm getting older. It's like sometimes it just don't always agree. But while I'm eating it, it is just so non-judgmental. Right. And, you, feel the you know, for and and if you're in that place of brokenness or yeah. hurt or downtrodden or heavy laden, you know, food just is a just a response to mm-hmm. what you're trying to process and can't. Correct. Right. Correct. And, and and that's what I realized. And so with all those stresses, you know, being away from home, like I said, something was going on with my mom. The biggest manifestation of what was going on with her be- became seizures. So in that moment, I realized, oh, my parents could die. That's literally what I said. So in my head, my mom, when I saw her have a seizure for the first time, she was dying. So to think I had to leave for school, um, you know, I'm trying to be an adult. Um I'm trying to go through school, um, leaving her by herself. My dad kind of travels and I was like, well, surely she, she gonna have a seizure. She gonna hit her head. She gonna die. You know, for me, that was just so much like leaving. Like I just, I always have felt responsible for my mom. And so that also kind of spiraled my mind and my thinking, a lot of negative thinking and a lot of feeling like I was so out of control of things. So um, I think that had a little bit to do with it as well. 
So that was me in my younger years, kind of leading up to my last year of like undergrad. And then, you know, I kind of was like, I'm get control of this. I had kind of battled depression in that last year. And it was just because I had seen my mama go through that. I had a lot on my plate. I was trying to help everybody. I was trying to feed like, and I realized I had just worked myself down to nothing. I was drip dry to the bone. And I just went like, I just stopped everything I ended up finishing school from home and then I got into grad school grad school's good you know my mind's back open I'm feeling like I'm feeling like I'm about to get, get this counseling degree I'm about to help the world man I looked up homegirl was 300 pounds and I was like mm. all that was for nothing because at the end of the day you're still unsatisfied and that's when I realized I was like there has to be an importance on you it was like you have broken what I realized is like even having degrees, I always felt like they never defined who I was. I felt like my personality, my spirit, I tried to make sure whatever guy was trying to radiate through me was the importance. So you don't have to give me a title or anything, you know, we ain't got to talk about all that other stuff. But what I realized was the one thing I felt like I had never stepped into and tried to battle and I was an adult now. So I couldn't blame my mom. You know, they didn't give me the tools. They, you know, you know, but black culture a lot of us just don't know what to do my mom wasn't heavy my mom wasn't heavy so here i am and she's saying like hey i wish i could give you my body and i'm like dang you know i actually love my body i just don't know what to do to make it better but that was her way of Mm. trying to help she was like well i'll get i wish i could give you my body and sometimes she said that very sadly and i guess in her mind was just that she was smaller than me but i was very empowered in my body and who i was i feel like i was great you know, in a sense, but I can tell there was conflict about how it was and what I was doing to it. But now I had access. I was educated. So now I realized you have no excuse. You can deal with all the stuff you feel like has happened to you in your past, but right now you pre-diabetic, you are, you're considered morbidly obese. You didn't done all of this other stuff to, to, to input into the world, but you ain't inputted into my temple. Mm. And so that that's the charge by God. He's like, I, I try to put you on a path that, to to do better. And if you're a recluse because you feel you're oversized, if you're if you're dimming your light, you're going against who I am. There's no confusion of who I am. I made you who you are. And if you don't feel like the person that I have created, then you need to look into some things. And it was kind of that moment when everything collided that I was like, I don't, I need to take on a challenge and I need to be radical and it need to be sacrificial. I don't want it to feel good. I didn't want any help with it as far as um, possible surgeries. That was just my route. I said, God, I said, God, I got to feel this whole journey and I knew it. And so my thing was, I was going to take a year to just see what I could do. And, and it turned into something crazy. I lost over 120 plus pounds in 11 months. Um, but the thing about it is I knew that was just a small part of the journey. It happened so quick. I was like, you got to help somebody else feel good as you do, period. Because you promised God if he let your legs move, you was going to give back tenfold, like you said. And I'll make a commitment for a lifetime to make sure I help somebody along the way. Because I, I got free in so many ways. And it wasn't just the weight. The weight was so small. The weight was so small. The weight so, was so small. <laughs> that was just a small part of it, right? Man, small. Okay. So how did you find Regency? Like, what was the thing that was like, this has to just happen? Give. Yeah, this got to happen. 
here's the thing. You can say you want to lose weight all you want, but till you're ready to lose weight, you're not going to lose weight. I promise you. Where does that start at, sis? Let the people know where, where every change begins. Please let them know where every, every change begins. Every change begins with you. And it, it changes. It, it's a mindset. And you have to accept that the process. Here's the thing. When you want change, changes, change happens. But change is a continual process is what people don't have don't commit to in the back end. You can change and it'll change. But guess what? You have to make a daily mindset and a daily choice to accept the change and that this may be an ongoing thing for a lifetime. So when my mind was made up that I could no longer accept where I was and that I I was going to fight to the end, then I was ready. <laughs> then I was ready. When mm-hmm. nobody, couldn't nobody say nothing, couldn't nobody stop me, couldn't I, I couldn't, I knew that I was at bottom of the barrel. Like I made sure my mom felt like I was in a crisis. I know that's weird, but that's why my mom finally felt like I was in a crisis because I I wasn't I was comfortable. I was comfortable just wearing the same clothes. I couldn't fit nothing. I mean, my bras were digging into my back. I'm breathing hard. I mean, I am. I'm hot. People didn't even know I had gotten that big because I wasn't even posting pictures. So that was a crazy thing. So when people saw me, they noticed I was big, but then. People hadn't really seen me at that weight. Wow. And that was the crazy part. And I was like, that is not who you are. And I was like, okay. Because I remember even as a child watching weight loss shows and stuff. And I was like, one day I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That was my own encouragement Only on, early on. I feel like God was exposing me to certain things. Like it was possible. I had to make sure it was possible. But crazy enough, a, a classmate had posted like some crazy transformation pictures. And I was like, man, that's crazy. But I, I have a feeling that she really working because she would post pictures of them like dragging weights. They were throwing ties. They was jumping over cars. And I said, oh, they doing. I said, I need something that crazy. I like, I ain't radical. When you want some change, you got to do some radical shit. <laughs> it had to be radical. I want yes, to be radical. Old. I wanted, I was like, yeah, that's what I need to do right there. I used to like wrestle in high school. So, you know, I'm used to a little bit of griminess. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, they doing some crazy stuff. And I think my family finally got tired of me saying I wanted to lose weight when I did see it. Or that was their way of just kind of trying to push me in the direction. I, I can't really remember what had I said it to them or they knew that I was unhappy. So my other cousin who had moved down here um, had said, hey, I know this dude from school who's making transformations in Houston. Y'all should go to the informational. And I said, surely, Lord, this is my moment. I said, I'm promised right here. If this, if this is the same guy that's transforming my friend from school and that my cousin is talking about. I said, I, I can't say no. Surely enough, it was the same guy, Reggie Collier. And she said the same words, like he was doing some radical transformations, like he wasn't playing. And I said, uh-huh. I need somebody who's not playing. <laughs> and it was evidence-based. He wasn't showing his body off. He was showing transformations he had gotten from other women. That's another thing. Y'all, be mindful of somebody showing you a prof- uh, a portfolio of transformations, saying they're a trainer. It's one thing to have a body as a trainer, but it's one thing to show who you have transformed. Um, that mm, makes that's good. That's good. That's it's, good. E- it's easy to sell fitness to people because people need hope. That's the thing. It's like pushing religion on people. If they need hope, it's easy. So if I push, hey, you're going to lose weight. Here's a diet or here's a pill. Here's a this. People are going to buy into it. That's why so much money is made in like the fitness and wellness fitness, industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like be powerful tell God to give you guidance on where where you need to be and where you need to make that transformation or how you need to do it even in something as deep as that because how you're connected 
And the energy that you're receiving all makes a difference in your transformation. And that's any transformation. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Like you need the evidence. You, you know what I mean? Evidence. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't just take your word. You're right, because I've met a lot of fine, fine individuals, right, as far as it relates to weight loss oh, and yeah. transforming others. But when you look at their clients, you're like, yeah, and then I could have done that. Yeah, buy-in is actually <laughs> one of the, yes, buy-in and longevity and, like, training clients is actually very hard, like, for people. Because people's lives go through phases, but if you keep somebody coming back and investing in their health, that is that I, I, that is a big thing. Every, everyone is not made. Some people can. I think there's a lot of trainers there, but there's not a lot of coaches per se. Um, that's a little different. That's somebody who's like journeying with you and wants you to feel empowered as you take on the journey. Because it's not for my satisfaction or for my for my uh, celebration. I'm gonna celebrate with you, but I want you to feel empowered by the motivation I'm giving you because I want you to feel like if anything ever changes and I'm not around for whatever reason in that season that you still have the power to commit to that change that you want to see for a lifetime but everybody but some people it's not like that when they're training and stuff it's just a different level to it Mm. okay so let's talk about how you are using your influence to help people coming into the gym and they're like scared yeah so a beautiful thing happened so after I lost all this weight um I had like a little Instagram so you know I was kind of posting my journey and um it, at the same time you know I, you know I'm posting the journey because what I will always say is if God is taking you through a journey it's great to use it as a testament to help someone else so I did believe that and um where the Instagram comes in is kind of just uh I was basically tracking the journey. Um, and then Reggie Collier had pretty much like, after I had done my transformation was like, you know, surprised me with a call and came into a meeting and he was like, and I mentioned that I wanted to help the ladies in some capacity. You know, I was like, I'm a teacher during the summer. I wouldn't mind helping. I want someone to feel as empowered as me and know that this place is awesome and feel the same level of love that I did. And so randomly enough I got like this uh and I never can you know it, it was a little while later but I got a call to come in and basically he was like hey I want to you know bring you on and see how you would fit in the community as a coach as what <laughs> and I'm like oh wow so the opera you know and it was weird how he said you know you thinking Reggie Collier this big owner of the gym looking at little on me to help and it was like that was his big thing he wanted people who knew the community, knew the atmosphere, knew the level of effort and the vision that he would give to help the clients coming in. And I was asked to be a coach there. And from there, it kind of just took off. Of course, I interned and, you know, got to see the mastermind, you know, behind all of this and got to see his heart. I think was the biggest thing, his heart was so big and so committed to the ladies is what got me. And I realized like, man, you know, everything that I feel like I received, you know, I wanted to give that back. And with that, I became a coach at Regency Fitness. Um, I pretty much basically, I pretty much journey with women. Um, I journey with so many women. I go through seasons of journeying with women. I go through daily classes with women. Um, and pretty much I would say my style and, and to kind of talk about more what I do, I do coaching. So a lady could elect to basically, um, 
choose a program where they're basically getting coached. They have access to fitness classes. They have access to um, even some of our health and wellness classes. Um, you know, we try to bring a whole holistic piece. I'm also a cycle instructor. I'm also a boot camp instructor. Um, I also do small group weight training. Um, and a big thing, and I think that's part of just coaching, is I try to be a representative of of just hope, like you said, and motivation. I call myself the people's cheerleader. Um, or, you know, they call me the hype man. I was like, I'm the people's cheerleader. I think everyone needs that person that knows, like, regardless, this ain't even no, no catty stuff. Like, I don't care that you look, like I said, I am pleased with where I'm at and, or what God has given me and afforded me. So I can cheer another lady on journeying. I can cheer that lady on when she, when she even, um, she may, I guess, have better physical qualities but like we're so different um or I can cheer her on in her own truth let me say that um and I because mm-hmm. we all need a cheerleader, we all need a cheerleader. Like, I was a cheerleader <laughs> from the fifth grade all the way to and I can tell my you senior are, in you, high school you, you, when I tell you like I said the call you gave me I needed someone to feel like you were my cheerleader in that moment you cheer me on like I like I said I, I had to make sure that there were people that what I wasn't doing, like I was okay, that I, it was okay to help someone else. It was okay to tell my story. And the thing about it is you accepted me so much and that's what we need in this capacity. Cause the thing about it is your journey is you. I can't be Charlie. Charlie can't be Bree. Like we all have different qualities, but I feel like some people mm-hmm. get so wrapped up in that moment um, that you can stumble um when you get in those capacities. So I think the Lord has always just made sure he humbles me throughout my capacity as a coach. And I think that's where my connection come with the clients. Um, so I love what I do <laughs> with all that being said, but I'm a coach. <laughs> I'm a wellness coach is what I like to say. Yeah. Helping women achieve their goals. Their goals. Yes. So, uh, uh, you know, because health is wealth. If we didn't find nothing else out in this past year, is that your health matters, matters. right? You know, if you had second line conditions or underlying conditions or it was like, oh, your immune system was up for attack. Yes. Yes. And we found out this year. Devil madness. We got going on in the world. You mean to tell me? Yes. Like, what? I am more susceptible to this craziness exactly and so this year yes I ain't gonna lie and so it's just so it's health is wealth it really is it is the goal so it kind of it is the fountain of youth honestly you know everybody's searching for the fountain of the youth but really the fountain of youth is you you know are you drinking your water like are you doing exercise are you walking at least 30 minutes a day or doing some type of activity to keep your heart going or keep your heart moving are you just, you know, just taking that time to deep breathe? You know, like take some of those things from yoga. Are you just laying still with your and, arms stretched? And out, all of those breathing. things literally have the capacity to bring you health, quote unquote, you know, health as much as medicine. That's the catch. All of that can eradicate some of the the very things you think have you locked in or that has written you a life sentence. Those the, what you just said, wellness has the capacity to change everything. You know, stress will take you out. You know, stress makes you whole. Stress takes you out quicker than chocolate cake. You understand, <laughs> you, you understand that? Me. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, listen, I'm gonna let you use that quote, cousin, when you coaching these women. <laughs> when they come in, they come to see you, when they talking yes. about the husband and these and these jobs. You need to tell them, baby, let me tell you what I do know. It doesn't matter if you come in this place every single day. Single day. Stress will you take out. you out quicker than chocolate cake. You know, you like you good at quotes, so that is a good one. That, listen, take I'm taking it. it. I may put it on the back of a, a hoodie. <laughs> listen, take you know it. I will. Because I, I have often told that to people like you can you you might as well eat chocolate cake every day if you go like take that from work and bring that home. Like I literally cut it off. I and I I've told you off air, I go to the gym really to just free my mind so I am better when I greet my son each Man, day. talk about that. Or, talk about that. Yeah, so I don't come yes. in with some type yes. of, you know, her, you know, energy, some people, her, her, her. Like, potent. That energy. Potent. Yeah. That's the same, like, we can talk about fitness, but you can talk about something as simple as energy and, and wellness and what the effect that all has on how, how you physically move and how you physically feel. Man, it's deep. It's deep. It's but you gotta make deep. a choice. Like isn't like none yeah. of this is. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's it's hard. I ain't gonna lie. I can sit here and be like, man, I am Coach Bree. This is a beautiful day, and your all your weight loss goals are gonna be at your fingertips. Nah, it's gonna be hard. That's why. That's why we need women. That's why we need people that's going to uplift us. That's why we need people who are not going to see you as you you making progress. And I may not be at that point in my journey as still beautiful because I know, hey, if she can do it, I can do it. We got to be each other's cheerleaders. We got to be piggybacking each like for real. We got to, hey, you know what? Jump on my back. We're going to get to the we're going to get to the finish line. That's how I am. I'm like, you know what? Your legs giving out. OK, my legs still work. All right. So jump on my back. I'm going to walk you about 50 more meters and I think by the end of that I can put you I can put your arm on my neck and you can hobble across the line that's how we gotta be that's how I am as a coach I want you to feel it I don't want credit for it Mm. I don't want credit I want you to feel it so you can so you can appreciate yourself there's an appreciation by make by accomplishing things and I don't even want you to see me in your picture sometimes because I want you to know that you did it you did it, cause guess what? You have to be the catalyst. I can coach you all day. If you're- Listen, you are the catalyst. Not you have to be. You are change. Everything are. begins you. right side of Come you. Come on, you, you got to empower people while you coach them. Yes. That's more important yes. than anything. I don't want to just give you a meal plan and tell you just oh this is what you eat, this is what you do. People are gonna fall off. People will fall off, but if you empower somebody. And you, when they make that goal, say, yes, sis, look at you now. But you told me three weeks ago you couldn't do it. I'm, I'll be, I'll be grimy. I may be like, Coach Bree, please stop. I'll be embarrassed. <laughs> they be, they be so mad. And I said, what you say? You said you was going to have, you said you was going to have 24 inches down your back, a hair. Where is it at when you lost your 20 pounds? I need to see it. I'm going to hype you up all the way. And it'd be the simple things that people wanted to see themselves do again or feel free in. And that's the thing you got to, figure out what people's goals are and when you know their goals you can cheer them on from that aspect too listen bro you gotta hype thyself because you know? weight lies hype thyself because weight loss hype thyself okay you can do it you can say come on 
But if it, again, don't come from that intrinsic place, then nothing matters. And weight loss, change, all that is an intrinsic thing. Because like you said, if you say, oh, my God, I got to step away from Registry Fitness, heaven forbid. Those women that you have coached need to be able to carry on the torch that you have set before them. You have lit the way. And so hype thyself up. In 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 that because you are the influence of help. I'm using my influence to help mm-hmm. you. Like so, when I release you, yes. you got to be able to continue to keep that thing going. Yes, you have a good system. That's the thing. If something changes in a system, it still goes. So that's the thing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and that's just us talking. That's now that's more in the the professional world you know how they say it but truly if something is established within you it doesn't matter the change you can still figure out how to keep that system going and mm-hmm. that's what you want and that's that's what influencing is so that you know what you didn't tie that little thing all the way together you didn't tie i mean listen i thought hype thyself you gotta get that shirt made can you do it you gotta <laughs> where are you at i need all of these like i need a Hype that I need a sticker for my mirror. Hype thyself. Can you imagine you just yeah. having some stickers that you can stick on your mirror? You know, how people write their little affirmations, but you should get that little sticker, little vinyl, and people could put on their mirror. Yeah, you should do that. Hype that. Right listen, down. and if I do it, I need Reggie to make. Listen, can we you do a little uh, collabo right here? Listen, that could be uh, that, that. Now that is that could be a little old vinyl sticker that you could put on your mirror every morning. Hype that. Going in a good day because you know, not only because I believe in you, but I, I want, want you to you believe, believe in yourself. And when you see yeah. somebody who is secure in themselves, who who can hype thyself, it is a total different motivation, energy, um, success. Um, when someone can hype thyself, um, and even when somebody can hype thy sis, because when you can hype thyself, you can hype thy sis. Come on, hype thy sis. Hype thyself. We just go keep going, girl. When you can hype thy sis, I'm telling you, that should feel good. That That's the thing. When I'm coaching somebody, I don't feel like I'm out here blowing a whistle militant. Man, I feel good to say I'm hyping thy sis. Sis, you are bad. B-A-D-D-D-D-D-D. With a little bit of flames on the end. Come on. Yes. So, that, I mean, and, and I would say that is what coaching has been for me and how I've used my journey and in the style that I have um, as far as coaching have kind of curated um, yeah I don't think gotta yell. I, ain't, I ain't about to yell at no grown woman that's what I'm not gonna do please don't I'm yell at me that. <laughs> please don't yell at me you can't yell at no grown. my thing is cause guess what some of the best leaders they ain't never yelled you know who's a good person Reggie Collier has never yelled at me in any of his trainings, ever. I'm gonna tell you what he will make you. I don't know why he has the influence to make you pick up something as crazy as two tons of fun and put it on your back, but he has never yelled at someone. Leadership and influence comes from people believing who you are, it's your energy, it's what you have already established. It's because you be it's almost because it's like a it's like a referral, like you have done so well, people will refer you people people there's truth in who you are because you haven't you have influenced others so i will say that Mm -hmm. but that's that's good leadership 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 should leadership should influence it should flow 
Yes, it should at all, at times. all times. Yeah. At all times. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. <laughs> so, okay, we, we almost done, cousin, but tell everybody how much weight you've lost. So, we're not just talking about what we heard, right? Because that's my new thing, too. That's my mantra for Confluence, for OGs, for every platform that I'm a part of. I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm what talking I about know, what I know. So I need you to tell people, due to love, due to supplication, due to all prayer, letting your requests be known to God. Because see, it all starts from above, Absolutely. right? Like you manifested, Lord, I really want to I lose did. some I weight, did. right? And you got to mean it, right? Because sometimes we say prayers, we really don't mean it. I don't mean <laughs> it, right? We don't mean it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you be lying in the room to myself, Lord, I ain't going to do it. Lying, lying. And then you plan it. Girl, go to Papa Doe. Say that prayer for some of my cousins. Like, let's go to Papa Doe. We like, we going yeah. to, right? But when you on this journey to lose yeah. weight, like you got, like one of my things or one of my goals also it's not to eat out as much. And mm-hmm. if I do choose to eat out, pick off a different menu because yes. my bra is starting to go into my bag. And that is a look, problem we for me. Make real. Look, now I'm look, I'm done being all Let's cute get real. Yes, them bras digging. You got that extra rubbing. But that bra and, and right up Underneath under the I damn near have to go by a long line me. because that bra right up under that me. meat. I said, no, oh, fat girl. You got to change it. Man. You know, when it get right up under that meat, up under that. So the bra was, it, the bra was yes. home, It was in the meat, and the two meats were touching. It, it was, was in the It was listen, taco-ing. Listen, <laughs> listen I was burrito-ing. <laughs> and I, this year, I said, oh, no. 2021, uh, when I was even in Mexico, I would go yes. for walks on the, on the, on the beach. I'm like, I, I, it ain't even 2021 just yet. It's the 30th of December, and I walked the 31st Amen. of December, and I walked. I didn't give a damn, but I was like, something, something got to change. change. And it don't matter what people say, but you don't look that's big to me. You. Let me tell you what it matters is how It's how I you look. look, and that's a big thing. It's how and I, I feel. When I coach, yeah. I'm receptive to that. So, a woman told me this. She said, Brie, or it, it may have been my cousin. My cousin's really big in my journey. She's she's homie. She is partner. Um, and she's accountability. But what she said was, I had never been big, Tootie. So that's my nickname. I had always been a smaller woman. So being a big woman wasn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to maneuver that. So when someone tells you that they don't feel good about where they're at, I could, you you got to be mindful of not cutting that person down. Because guess what? Wellness is okay. We, we act like when somebody say they don't feel good about themselves, that that's wrong to say that they want to be healthier. It's not about a look. Like, it's about your wellness. Like, stop cutting people down. If someone mm-hmm. said they want to improve their health, allow that. Allow them to say that in this space. And that was the thing. When she put it in perspective, I had always been big and lost weight. When someone had been small their whole life, gained weight because of a situation or just over time, it wanted to be back down there. I had to be mindful of what that woman was telling me, whether they didn't seem as big as I thought they were or that they thought they were, excuse me. That's two, it's two different journeys. And I and that's that's another thing. You have to be very mindful of that. Um, it's not about what you it's not about what you would think they look like. They wouldn't come, they clearly they wouldn't be here if they were okay with where they are. They didn't need that. But you can always get healthier and and you can work on your wellness. 
Oh, well, cousin, tell everybody the total pound. So, okay, look, we keep getting distracted. My bad. See, my bad. So, total pound. So, at my uh, lowest weight in 2017, I started my journey. Um, I by the end of I want to say March, I had lost 140 pounds. Um, so mm-hmm. I had pretty much just started off in boot camps. I did not even set a goal. If I set a goal, honey, it was going to be too big. I was tapping out. So I just said, Lord, whatever you have me to do. First three months, it was 60 pounds. Five months, 90 pounds. A little bit after, I think, the Christmas break, I remember that, was in January, had lost 100. And then um, the last portion was something called the 90-day. I lost another 40 pounds during that challenge. Baby, baby, baby. Um, It was it broke me off something bad. It was a lot of physical endurance, but what it did though is it was actually like a mental fast because my possibilities, my mind, my optimism, all of that had been influenced, my faith, everything. Um, and I would say now I've been almost four years on the journey of maintenance and, and continuing to improve. Um, I'm about 120 pounds uh, down still. So um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a commitment. And it's a journey. You may go up, you may go. It's a, it's life. a lifelong. If it's, it's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. That you know, confluence is a lifestyle. And um, I think that's why I'm changing up how things are done because I want people to talk about it's a lifestyle. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle it commitment. If you say, I want to lose yeah. all of this, you know, I not mean, just not weight. just the weight, not but this is everything in your what, life. Whatever. Whatever you want to lose mm-hmm. or whatever you're carrying around, remember it is a lifestyle and change and a and lifestyle commitment. And, yeah. and, and I will say this is I've journeyed. The weight loss physically was easy. I'm not going to lie. Like that, with the journey was hard, but the weight loss, it happens. Caloric deficit, increase your, you know, that is a very simple mathematic problem, but it's the, it's the commitment um, daily for a lifetime. Um, you have to choose it. Just like everything in life is choice. Because I have so much power to say no. That's the crazy, that's mind-blowing too. I have to discover that. Oh, I can choose not to, oh, I can choose not to do. Oh, but my choices have consequences. My choices can set me back. So that is the big thing. If you're trying to go through change, guys, uh, whether it be any any type of stronghold, anything you want to do, just know like in the beginning, it may be easy. It may seem easy, but you'll be pressured. You'll be pressured. You'll be tempted. You'll be, you'll, you'll say, why do this? But you have to make the continual choice to say it's worth it. It's a, it's a mm. daily choice. Well, tell everybody where they can find you at and continue to follow your journey. So they too can be a part of this whole Please process. join in and wherever that may be, where I am at specifically is down 280. No, I'm joking. Um, you know, South Shot. No, I'm joking, totally joking. Um, but no, I'm at Registry Fitness. I am a trainer there. We are off of 9331 Stella Link Road. I also have an Instagram where I try to post as much as I can and I'm trying to get that all together of like what is necessary, what do the people want and making sure I'm not just posting unnecessary stuff. So Bree is working on this Instagram but it is motivated underscore two and a T. So the number two and a T. And I try to be as open as possible while also just you know self-caring and not over committing to you know it but because if I want to do it I want to keep it consistent so that's where you can find me and then wherever charlie you know may call me to be you know i'm there 
Always, always, Kimbo. Always, Kimbo. Well, I thank you so much for coming on and giving us moments of your time and sharing your journey and talking about how you use your help to influence others in Amen. their journey of weight loss. So I appreciate it so I much. I appreciate cause. you because it's a family reunion. Right. Hey. <laughs> See you. And one day, you know, one day when I'm not a slave to my hair, I'm going to come over there. Hey, you, the hey, you always somehow find your way money. participating. I appreciate it. And I'm rooting for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Be my cheerleader. I need I you to be you. my cheerleader. Wasn't that amazing? Seeing is believing. That's what you call confluence. She is using confidence and her influence to help others reach their goal and their dreams. Listen, most people want to be snatched, honey. Ladies, please go like, follow, and join in the journey. Remember, it's the new year, better you. Everybody needs a cheerleader and Brie is yours. Thank you, cousin, for the amazing interview. And you know I'm here for it. I am here for the journey. Well, that's it for me this week. Remember to be a contagious influence everywhere you go. Be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week, Confluencers. Oh, yeah. Be sure to check out the Original Girlfriends podcast with my sister friend, Quay. You are in for a real treat. It is available on all podcast platforms. Check into your favorite girls next door. We keep it real OG over there. Peace out.